I'm in a paleontology. We have Joseph Hatcher with us. Uh, Joseph, how you doing? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, it's, it's, uh, we're excited to have you. It's Friday. Are you looking forward to the weekend? Do you have any you big betcha. plans? Well, it's supposed to be a beautiful weekend, so I plan to be looking for fossils. You bet. <laughs> so you're going to be out there uh, working on the weekend. Right. Well, I think our <laughs> days are numbered, so we're going to definitely make use of it while we have it. Absolutely. And uh, I know right after the weekend is, is Halloween. I don't know if you guys are doing any sort of dressing up or yeah, you have any... a little bit, probably. Yeah. I, I imagine decided what I'm going to be yet. I imagine you have one of those blow up dinosaur costumes or something like that. Uh, I do not. <laughs> I do not. But, uh, but you mentioned you're, you'll be digging for dinosaurs this weekend. So uh, that's also what you do for a living. So it's kind of good that those two, that, that passion comes together that way. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. Absolutely. So for those that don't know what Pemina Paleontology is... What, what are you guys? Okay. Well, we're we're a newer, just private research company that's established in the Pembina Valley. We uh, we're formalized in 2021, and this year, 2022, is our first year in which we ran open public excavations. Um, basically, our our goal is to just enhance the fossil heritage of Southern Manitoba through our research and bring that knowledge to uh, the public through academia. And so you guys uh, also are, do, are doing a lot of digging, and uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff to find here in Manitoba. There's lots to find. Uh, I could go on and on and on about that. My <laughs> wife explicitly warned me not to talk about the boring academic stuff here this morning. Uh, I'll do my best. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But, uh, you know, that's where it gets interesting, really. You know, that's the fun of being a paleontologist is a lot of the academics. You know, I, on the surface, it might look like we're just staring at rocks all day. But uh, therein lies the history of the earth on which we live. And it's a fascinating history that, uh, that we get to read right out of the, the rocks that we're looking at. That's awesome. And for you, Joseph, what got you into uh, being a paleontologist? I was just born with the interest. I think most of us that make a career out of it have, have been born that way. We just never grew out of the little boy dinosaur phase. And still <laughs> here in my 40s, I'm very much into it. Today we have you in to talk specifically about an exciting new find that uh, we can see on the back of your card here. It involves an octopus. That's right. So our very first find as Pembina Paleontology, my wife Anita and I have been paleontologists in Manitoba for a long time, but since we started out on our own with this company, we kind of just went to some whole new outcrops, and it was really cool that our very first discovery was this octopus, because we are vertebrate paleontologists, which I don't know if you know what that means. It means that we're familiar with animals with backbones, such as dinosaurs and and. Uh, and of course, an octopus does not have a backbone. It is an invertebrate animal. So it's definitely outside of our realm. So we had to rely on a lot of uh, peers and colleagues to help us through some of the uh, anatomy of this this thing. But it was really cool. And not only was it uh, the, the octopus that we found, but there were elements of a plesiosaur right there as well, long-necked plesiosaur, which was very – Incomplete, poorly preserved, but nonetheless, we took that as our image and said, hey, we can make our very first discovery, this plesiosaur in a fight with an octopus. And uh, so that's the image that you're looking at. That's awesome. And so, uh, yeah, obviously an octopus doesn't have a backbone. So when you find something like this, what does it look like? Okay, that's a great question. So in the very back end of the animal, kind of looks like its head in there as where the ink sac is stored. If you think about octopus, it does squirt ink to escape from predators and stuff. And so it has a, a structure back there called a gladius, which is basically a, a lot of thick structure, much like your fingernails, though it is a different structure. It's, uh, it's called chitin. 
and it'll form in long bundles of rods that can be just hard enough to fossilize. And then at the very end of it, it fans out much like a shovel. Hmm. If you wanted to imagine a shovel in your mind, there's a long part and then the, the fanned out end. And that's basically what the fossil looks like. And so uh, kind of describe the day where you guys found this. Was it like, oh, it's an octopus? Or is it like, oh, what is this? Well, okay. So for a long time, we thought that they were squid. And so we looked at it and it was, you know what, this looks like a squid fossil. Cool. And then there's some plesiosaur remains. Cool. So we started to dig in and there was no more of the plesiosaur stuff right away. But that squid, or this in case octopus, just kept going and going and going. And it was a very nice, large one. The preservation's fairly poor, but the size was immense. And uh, so we kept digging, and throughout 2021, we excavated, and uh, we were just ecstatic with the size of it. And so it was through the winter as we started to clean it, prepare it, and realize it had a lot of different features to it than the squid that we were traditionally familiar with. And that's where we reached out to some peers and colleagues, and they came back to us with, hey – you've got something different. This is uh, an octopus. It's a different type of cephalopod of the late Cretaceous. And now they're big and uh, they're really cool. And it was very exciting discovery. It is an exciting discovery and kind of, uh, it's cool. This, this octopus was hanging out here in Southern Manitoba. (laughs) And so what, what can we learn from a, from a discovery like this? Well, all right. So that's a really good question. When we look at these fossils in the rock layers in which they're found, we start to put together an image of uh, what we call biostratigraphy, and we can learn, okay, in these zones, there are certain dominant creatures. So there's an area where there's mostly the marine reptiles, like big Bruce and the plesiosaurs. And then there's an area kind of above that in the rocks that's largely just missing for big megafaunal. There's It's full of fish, but it's like the marine reptiles just disappeared. And there's lots of evidence of intense volcanism in the uh, late Cretaceous of Manitoba, those bentonite layers that you hear people talk about around here. And that's from the Elkhorn Mountains of Montana. Those, I mean, talk about major volcanic events. So no wonder those reptiles moved out because they had lungs like you and me. If they're going to surface to breathe air, it's full of ash. I wouldn't want to breathe that, right? So no wonder they moved somewhere else. And it seemed like there were no big predators left. And now we know that there were. They just weren't the big vertebrates that we're familiar with. They were these big octopods. And uh, we're just really talking off here, Joseph, about uh, kind of how your season of digging kind of is coming to an end this week. As yeah. one, it's getting colder. Time is running out. Uh, well, what do you guys do in the wintertime? Well, that's where most of the research takes place. Yeah, we'll be cleaning the fossils that we excavated this summer and doing a lot of the just analysis of everything. And that's where we you'll see publications coming out uh, Uh, both now and in the future. So it's a very active research company that we've got. And uh, like I mentioned to you off air, we have a lot of irons in the fire. So stay tuned for more. That is awesome. And so uh, paleontologists in in the summertime, they're busy. They're out there. You guys dig, you photograph, you you, you put it in storage. And then in the wintertime, you really take a close look at it and and figure everything out. Right. Is that the way it works? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> more detailed, probably. A lot more detailed, but basically. That's, yeah. that's awesome. And if people want to learn more about the octopus you found and, and the other uh, discoveries or things you guys are doing with Pemina Paleontology, is there a place they can go? Right. I would suggest to follow us on social media. We have very active Facebook and Instagram pages, and we'll be keeping those very current throughout the winter, so you can stay tuned on uh, all of our exciting discoveries, and uh, we hope to see you there. Absolutely. Joseph, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thanks for having me.